Welcome to the Fifth Chakra Podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things self-expression and channeling your voice. I'm your host, Sierra Jamerson. I'm a holistic vocal coach, singer, songwriter, and multi-passionate creative. My interests lie at the intersection of spirituality, psychology, music, art, self-care, and culture. So that's what we talk about on the podcast. I'm glad to have you here. Today's tarot blessing is brought to you by the Eight of Earth card in the Mythical Goddess Tarot deck. So the Eight of Earth also corresponds to the Sun in Virgo, which is perfect because I am recording this during Virgo season and I am a Virgo. The Eight of Earth represents nurturance. The Earth Mama tends her garden with loving attention, skillfully nurturing the flowers in her care. Her responsible stewardship is a labor of love, bringing abundant reward and beauty in return. This sweet image illustrates the ease and joy in nurturing the Earth's creation. Through self-respect and respect of life, It is easy to revere and care for all of life's creatures. Continue to let your heart be filled with love for yourself and others, nurturing your budding creations into beautiful, ripe manifestations in the world. Virgo is an immutable earth sign. It's the feminine earth sign. And Virgo is a sign of service, of creation through doing for others. Virgo is whole and complete unto herself. And this card focuses and encourages us to be of service and to nurture our gifts of being in service. I want to talk a little bit about my Saturn return. And maybe if you are heading into your Saturn return, it will give you a bit of insight as to what a Saturn return is like. If you are a fellow traveler on this Saturn return path, I hope you can feel a sense of solidarity and know that you are not alone. And if not, I hope you enjoy the chat. My Saturn return. Well, let me rewind. So I always assume that people are as into woo-woo astrology and spirituality stuff as I am. And then I neglect to acknowledge that that is not necessarily the case. I apologize. What is a Saturn return? So Saturn is one of the astrological outer planets. It's a very slow-moving planet. It takes about 30 years for it to do a full revolution around its path. Saturn is 
a disciplinarian of a planet. It represents the father. It represents discipline, responsibility, getting serious, assuming your place in adulthood. It represents commitments. It represents doing the work, being in the work. Saturn brings restriction And the hope is that through restriction and refinement and commitment to a routine, these are all very Saturnian words, you will develop into your fully-fledged self. Most people get two Saturn returns in a lifetime. If you're lucky, you might get three. The first Saturn return is about crossing the threshold into full-fledged adulthood it usually goes from around age 27 to age 30 give or take a little bit on either ends depending on when you were born and your placements and da 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 your second saturn return happens about 30 years later um, and it ends when you're around 60 and that is about Um, the legacy that you're leaving and transitioning into eldership and being a mentor and assuming a role in line with the wisdom that you should have at that point in your life. Saturn is rough. Saturn is the dominant planet for... I want to say Aquarius and Capricorn. I think. I'm not sure. It has a secondary rulership. I'm pretty sure it's Capricorn, but I'm not entirely sure in this moment either because it has been very hot out today and my brain is a little bit like pudding. And I'm just channeling this uh, off off the top of my head. Uh, Saturn is also a natal planet traditionally in Aquarius. My Saturn return has been a Saturn in Aquarius. Anyone born between 1991 and 1994 is going through a Saturn return in Aquarius. Aquarius is a sign that represents the collective. Uh, Aquarius is... (laughs) the the activist the free thinker the the weirdo the independent spirit of the zodiac for focused on bringing transformation and contribution for the good of humanity uh, for the good of society so if you have a saturn aquarius you will combine those two elements, responsibility, commitment, routine, restriction with humanity, collective, the greater good. You develop an overwhelming sense to be responsible to the collective. And of course, that'll be different depending on who you are and how that looks and also what house your Saturn is in. It could be in your first house of self, your sixth house of work and daily routines, your fourth house of family, 
your eighth house of transformation and death and sex or my sign which has saturn in aquarius in the 12th house the house of undoing the house of all that is the house of all encompassing oceanic depths saturn is has saturn return transit is notoriously difficult it's stressful it's exhausting um and saturn aquarius is really trying to get us to start to think about our contributions and our commitments and if we have a vision for the greater good or a way that we could be living in alignment or fulfilling our dharma for the better of the planet now is the time to get clear on that vision and commit to it and do something about it saturn also tends to bring a lot of rocky personality shaping transformative life milestone experiences saturn in aquarius began in december 2020 i'm pretty sure yes december 2020 and it is going to last all the way until march of 2023 so as of this recording i am still in my saturn return who could have guessed that our saturn return would come smack dab in a global pandemic that has completely upended every single one of our systems, our educational system, our financial system, our healthcare system, our shipping system, our communication system, our political systems, our religious and spiritual systems, our environmental systems, our ecosystem, our family systems. All of the systems that create our society have been completely upended if you look with any kind of a discerning eye, it almost is, it almost appears as if society is crumbling. And the focus has been so dramatically polarized between those of us who have become hyper-focused on the individual, unbelievably selfish in our decisions and our ways of showing up in the world with no regard for anyone else. And extremely collectivist to the point that individual autonomy, rights, and freedoms have been neglected, have been eschewed, have been repressed in many areas. What a Saturnian, what a peak Saturn in Aquarius thing. It has been so rough for me some of the highlights of this Saturn return transit thus far and as I say this I pray to God that no more (laughs) heavy 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 uh, life moments come my way um 
I finished my degree, my degree in CYC over the course of this transit. Of course, I went to university fresh out of high school. I studied music, but then right before this Saturn return finally took place, I started to choose to go back to school. So I finished my degree. That required discipline, commitment, routine, commitment to learning, structure, and it was not fun. (laughs) It wasn't fun. It was valuable to learn, but it was not fun. So I finished my degree. I got my own place living without a significant other or a roommate or a farm full of animals. (laughs) for the very first time responsibility responsibility for all of my own bills all of my own upkeep all of my own routines all of my own plans in my day-to-day life and being you know I don't have anyone else to take my mind off of what I'm doing restriction in the sense that I was in quarantine in the pandemic for a long period of time by myself in my own apartment. So I was very restricted to just my my own space. Restriction in terms of having to get really clear with my finances and responsibility with my finances. Um, because a lot of industries shut down over COVID, um, including singing. I never thought I would live to see the day where singing became a lethal weapon. But at the beginning of COVID, everyone was so terrified and it was spreading so far and we didn't understand how it was spreading or anything like that. So people were terrified to be in an in-person singing lesson because nobody wanted to get sick. So my main source of income was completely taken away uh, and I shifted to teaching online lessons and that's actually how Soul to Soul Singing began. I had this idea of how I wanted to work and how I wanted to show up and what I could offer to humanity which is how I created Soul to Soul Singing because before I used to just teach at a music studio and I wasn't responsible for recruiting students. I wasn't responsible for managing anything. And the downside of that was I had to give a portion of my earnings to the studio. And I don't have to do that anymore. So I started my own business that was a very Saturn and Aquarius, especially having like a wellness type based business. It was very Saturn and Aquarius energy. Uh, I really had to do a lot of work on myself, including in my daily routine. And you would think with all of the Virgo placements in my chart, I would be loving the like health and wellness routines and the healthy habits and stuff but all of that Virgo (laughs) is balanced by a ton of Gemini and Pisces placements (laughs) 
So, I don't know. I consider Gemini like the ADHD of the Zodiac. And I have a lot of Gemini placements. And then I have a Pisces rising. And your rising sign kind of gives like a taste, a flavor to your whole entire chart. Um, And some other Pisces placements as well. So, you know, the fish are swimming, but they are not swimming in a structured way. Um, Routines are really not actually my gift. But Saturn has been on my neck, on my neck to get myself into a proper routine for my health and well-being. That meant finally, consistently working out, finally finding um, a, a way of eating that was best suited for my health, committing to it, sticking to it eating the healthy foods, not eating the trigger foods, the, fi- the foods that cause me gastrointestinal distress, not eating the fun foods all the time, thinking about getting all of my nutrition, taking supplements, doing self-care work, seeing practitioners, etc. because I was starting to feel the effects of aging. And when you realize you're no longer... Uh, spring chicken as much as you were before and Saturn will remind you that you are mortal and that your youth is over (laughs) you realize that you have to start taking care of yourself you are responsible Saturn word for your health there's my Virgo word a lot of what I've learned through my own wellness journey I share on this podcast And want to share more of as well. So that is another way in which the lessons that Saturn has been teaching me are manifesting in an Aquarian fashion. I started a full-time career working with young people a very regimented, structured environment where I have a lot of responsibility, where I am responsible for mentoring and supporting and guiding young people as they grow, which draws upon my own wisdom. I, I'm like a professional auntie. <laughs> it's That's what I like to do. And... In order to really inhabit that role, it requires you to not only remember what you were like when you were younger, but to acknowledge that you are here to do something for the next generation, to give and to be of service and to support the next generation. It's responsibility. And in the work that I do, sometimes the responsibility is very high because young people are still very fragile because of everything that they've been through for the last few years and they really need somebody they need a lot of somebodies and sometimes i am that somebody and i am responsible for making sure that they are okay and they are guided to the supports that they need very saturnian energy there's been a lot of pressure a lot of stress i was unbelievably burned out in my first year I was depleted I was defeated I was down bad it was just lesson after lesson pummeling me just 
haymaker after haymaker just hitting me, hitting me, hitting me with so much struggle because Saturn puts you through tests because he wants to see whether you are able to commit in the midst of the struggle. So not just when things are easy, but when things are difficult. He wants to make you stronger and more resilient through the difficulty. The greatest difficulty, however, was grief. Grief because I felt like I lost my late 20s to the pandemic. And in ways I still do feel that way. There's so much that I wanted to do in those last few years. And I believe that if I hadn't come against all of those brutal restrictions, restrictions on like who you can socialize with and where and how, like this Saturn return has been unbelievable. We've had health restrictions, social restrictions, personal restrictions, restrictions on expression, restrictions on creativity. It has been so restricting. The pressure has been unbelievable. And I truly believe that if that were not the case, there's so much more I would have done. Now, my, my older sister told me a couple days ago of a story. And basically, the moral of the story is you can choose one thing or another in life. But at the end of the day, you'll get where you're meant to be. You have to have some faith and trust in the process. That There are different paths to the right outcome and to finding your purpose and where you are meant to be in life. And I took a lot of comfort in that because there's a place that I still want to be. And I still hope that I can get there, even though the way to it has not turned out the way that I thought it would look. I never anticipated anything like this could happen. On top of grief for my 20s, for my lost time, I experienced a lot of grief and reflection looking back on my life. Now, I am someone who has had to do a lot of interpersonal work from well beyond when my Saturn return occurred. I have been in therapy for ages. I have done spiritual work, somatic work, creative work. I am an avid reader of mental health psychology sociology honestly i read all kinds of different books i'm really into nonfiction. um i listen to tons of podcasts i'm always trying to inform myself to work on my development my personal development so I wasn't new to doing the work coming into my Saturn return. I'd done a lot of it. But there were many times where I looked back on my life and I felt so sad for all of the times and all of the instances where I had to do that work because of all the deep trauma. And maybe as time goes on, I'll tell more of my story. But for now, I don't want to get too much in depth into it but the family dysfunction and the intergenerational trauma and the trauma of being a young black girl in a very inhospitable world as the world really was especially where I lived back when I was growing up the trauma of being in very high control 
uh, religious environments, very patriarchal, oppressive religious environments, and intergenerational trauma, intergenerational trauma from multiple cultures, from groups of people who have survived the end of the world over and over and over, who've survived cultural genocide and (laughs) physical genocide. And the way that that had been passed down and the way that that was expressed in my family, in my community, amongst the people that helped me grow, left me so deeply, deeply, unbelievably broken. And I was in excruciating pain for most of my life. And it would only be now that I'm finally 30 years old, that I have had years of working on myself and of healing and unlearning and reprogramming and forgiving and crying and making mistakes and getting into all kinds of unhealthy relationships and clawing my way back out of it and not having any of the things Saturn teaches you, the commitment, the discipline, the responsibility, the focus to keep my life on track because I was way too activated. I was essentially in fight or flight mode for most of my life. I felt so much grief that all of that had occurred and I wasn't able to pursue my dreams and my goals and ambitions instead. And I kept thinking to myself over and over and over again, if I, I said this to, I said this to my older sisters once at dinner, if I hadn't gone through all of the stuff that I went through, that they went through too, like if, if I had not gone through all that stuff that went down, I could be the prime minister by now. But instead, I had to rebuild myself brick by brick into who I wanted to be and that was very hard because I did it with little support. I cannot tell you how many times I have felt an unbelievable crushing sense of loneliness and abandonment and betrayal. Like no matter how hard I tried, I was only going to show up for me and no one else was ever going to show up for me. No one else was going to celebrate me. No one else was going to acknowledge or support or take the load off of my back. It was always going to be me. And my Saturn return didn't necessarily teach me that that's not the case. But what it did teach me is that all that could be true. And yet, I will still survive. I will still keep going. Even if one day it really did end up being just me. My worst nightmare realized. And I was just as alone and heartbroken and crying hopelessly on the floor. Like I've been so many different times. Just devastated. 
soul torn wide open, fractured, like emotional guts just spilling on the floor, just broken. Even if I ended up going to that place again and nobody was there to offer me any kind of a helping hand to get out of it, just me would be enough. And the way that Saturn decided to teach me that (laughs) was by putting me through unbelievable grief and heartbreak. Now, my Saturn is in the 12th house, the 12th of undoing of hospitals and prisons and institutions and the beyond the the house of transcendence. And I know the eighth house is connected to death but to death and rebirth but to me the 12th house has a very strong attachment to death and rebirth as well and I lost five people in my family and two of those deaths in particular wrecked me just tore me wide open. I'm talking about inner child wounds I did not know existed. Pain that I could not even name. I'm talking grief at their sudden passing that was so all-consuming. All I could do was scream. I've never screamed my tears before. I mean, scream like I was dying alongside them. Like when they left, a part of me was just ripped out. Like my like my right hand was just cut off. The pain was the emotional pain was so deep and so big that I thought I was going to die. I had never felt emotional pain like that before. And re-triggering and traumatization and stories come out and things are revealed when people pass on that you didn't know about their life. Secrets, in this case, (laughs) eighth house secrets. In this case, the secrets were shocking shocking, shocking secrets, decisions. And it helps me to understand a little bit better the context around who I was and who was raising me and giving life to me as a very, very, very small child and how that was imprinted upon me. I hope that I never go through a pain like that again. But I have loved ones on this earth and they are older than me. And life is not infinite and I may lose them too. So I may go through that pain again. But man, did it ever widen my capacity to feel to feel and to know that I was not going to die, 
to feel and to give its sound, to actually be in my pain, to sit in my pain, to allow myself to truly fall apart. To really let it out, to let it do what it needs to do, to let the grief go however it needs to go. And I think because I had the time and the space to do that, because we were in a pandemic, and I wasn't allowed to go anywhere (laughs) or do anything, I actually think it helps me to come to terms with that loss a lot sooner. Now, grief is not linear, and there are anniversaries, there are moments, there are memories, there are photos, there are text messages, there are bits and pieces of them that I see in my memories, in the mirror, (laughs) when I look in the mirror, in my dreams. And sometimes I do feel that grief come up again. But I don't think I had the skill of understanding grief and sitting with it instead of rejecting it until this Saturn return. It also taught me about death. An excellent way to let go of your youth and your childhood and step into full adulthood is to get bombarded over the head with death. It was like a spiral of deaths, one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other. Now, I'm not a stranger to death in the sense that I've been to a lot of funerals. I think I've been to like 23 or 24 funerals. Um... And I've sang at a lot of funerals and I cherish that role and that opportunity because I feel like it is me using my voice to usher that person into the next life with love and with honor. And I also feel like it is a way that I can use my voice to bring comfort and to send out prayers of healing to the family of the departed. I got very, very familiar with death. Death sat beside me on my bed like we were friends. And I sat with him and we talked. And he stayed there until he was ready to leave for now and it made me more aware of the fact that life truly is a cycle and it's a cycle where our relationship to the people we love may change and we may no longer continue that relationship on the physical plane but nothing in this universe is ever destroyed it's merely a transformation of matter into energy And that energy into matter. And that matter into energy. Again and again and again. All of the matter in the universe is still here. This is a closed system. This universe that we live in. I got very familiar with death. The bright side of getting familiar with death is it reminds you that you only have one life. There's only one life to live and however you've been living it before, if you've been fooling around and doing whatever you want to do, it's a wake-up call. 
it snaps you to attention because you're not going to be here forever. So it's time to think about what it is you want to do with the short time that you have now. And how are you going to honor those loved ones who have passed on? How are you going to make the most of it? You want them to be able to look at you when your elders turn into ancestors and as they are watching you from the other side and hopefully interceding on your behalf and hopefully you're keeping that relationship going but you want them to be able to look at you and say I'm so proud of you my child you were doing what you were supposed to be doing all along you were in your dharma and I went for a lot of walks during my Saturn return thinking about what it is my dharma is what is my purpose why am i here here are all the things i love to do how come it feels like everything that i love to do i can't do i can't survive off of because of that saturn return restriction and the financial crunch and again all of our societies are crumbling so the economy is crumbling and we're all struggling to just put one foot in front of the other and make it through the day Never mind, you know, pay off all our student loans and blah, blah, blah. You know, like you think about the minutia of every day and just how to survive. And if you're always in survival mode, you're never thinking about thriving and being in alignment with what you want to do is thriving. It's a little bit higher on the hierarchy of needs than just keeping the roof over your head or keeping yourself alive in the midst of a pandemic that was taking the lives of a lot of people, including people I adored. went for a lot of walks thinking about my purpose what I'm meant to be doing where I should be how I get there and I haven't come out of my Saturn return yet so I don't have all the answers but I started this podcast in my Saturn return because I became tired of not using my voice, of having my voice be made small. I became tired of not having the opportunity to express myself. I craved self-expression. I craved the opportunity to share all of the things that I have learned and all the things I believe in, in this life. And people tell me that they like when I speak. And so I finally got the confidence in myself to do this in my Saturn return. I'm not finished my Saturn return yet. I'm really looking forward to it being over. It has been brutal. It has been brutal. My Saturn and Pisces babies, I do not know what is in store for you, but I wish you luck. And if you are also in your Saturn return, episode is brought to you by me. (laughs) I am my own sponsor, which means nobody can tell me what I can and cannot say. (laughs) If you like this episode or you've resonated with something on this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating or writing a positive review or even just sharing it with a friend. The more ratings and reviews and shares that it gets, the more I'm able to spread this message with others and hopefully do some good in the world. Now, where was I? 
I hope that you are coping well and I would love to hear what it's been like, what you've learned, what your experience has been and how you're managing. Otherwise, until next time, take care of yourself. Be good to one another and nurture yourself and nurture your gifts and nurture your dreams. Thank you so much for listening to the Fifth Chakra Podcast. Until next time, remember, you don't have to be perfect to be heard. Take care.